Torch, just a couple of days ago, we were, uh, well, I was joking around with you about attention span with players. And you were talking about how you had to cut down your video because they don't concentrate very long these days. And lo and behold, the theme coming out of the loss on Saturday to Nashville was about concentration. And what can you do to get your team to have better concentration throughout the course of a game? As a coach, how do you approach that? Uh, you, you, you're just constantly reminding them. Um, it, it, it's not like we can keep hitting them over the head every shift uh, uh, and, and talk about that. I, I'm, let, let's face it, Bobby, that was embarrassing our last game. We embarrassed ourselves. I'm embarrassed uh, uh, that, that this is happening right now with our club, how we're playing. Um, so how we approach it the following day, we had a pretty busy day yesterday in, in meetings and in practice and then more meetings after. Um, so, you know, hopefully sooner or later it's going to click in or we got no sniff. We will have no chance. Yeah, and in any other year, you'd be saying that, and it would be getting a little bit late on the calendar. But this year, it's even more important because of the abbreviated schedule. So it's getting late early, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're in trouble here. Uh, we, we, need to, uh, we need to find some consistency. And, um, yeah, so we, we – uh, th- there was a lot of work done yesterday. Uh, um and I hope it I hope it transforms into uh, uh, a better game. And uh, uh, some guys are struggling. Uh, some areas we just have a, a, a tremendous amount of youth uh, that we have to develop. And I, I can't get lost on that a little bit. In where uh, we have to develop some people too. And I, uh, you're worried about the winning and losing, and we are. But with certain players, uh, I've got to be careful there and not put. Uh, too much on them uh, because of some of the struggles of other people. Let's talk about something positive right now. Uh, Gabriel Carlson had to go in for David Savard in that game on Saturday, and he got a goal, and it was the first one of his NHL career. And you and I have had many conversations about, you know, what a feel-good moment that is. It's too bad that didn't translate into getting enough goals to win the game. But for Gabriel Carlson, this guy's been uh, asked – uh, there's been a lot asked of him. I mean, he didn't play a game in like a year or more before he came in and played that, and he was able to pick up that goal. How much do you hope that that, like, uh, you know, springboards him as you continue to have him in the lineup here tonight? Yeah, he, he he's improved, too. For all the reports that I've gotten uh, as as he, he got healthy, I mean, we had that back. He was he just missed so much hockey. Uh, but we've gotten some really good reports as he started playing again down in the American League that, his game is coming. Remember when he first stepped in, he steps into the playoff series against Pittsburgh. And uh, I thought he handled himself very well. Yeah. He didn't uh, step in. You threw him right into that. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's get it right. Yeah. We tossed him in there. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, uh, so th- there's something there. And uh, I-, I like the way he played, you know, it's nice. He scores a goal. I'm looking at other things, uh, uh, but he scores a goal. He's been patient. He's worked hard. Uh He'll be playing. He's in a top four role tonight uh, with the amount of injuries we have on our back end. Uh, uh, Savvy will come back in and he's going to probably be paired with Savvy and Gabby and Jonesy be paired. And that's going to be our top four. Uh, so he's going to get some ice time tonight. Well, that'll give you a pretty uh, big pairing there. And 
Savard and Carlson, uh, Savard more the the bigger, uh, wider body and a tall guy in, in Carlson, a big guy. Uh, how much do you need them to just be, just be defensive? Uh, you know, we've talked about your defense is a problem, but, and I know it's not just those six guys, the forwards contribute to that, but how much do you need that, especially out of a pair like that? Yeah, I, I especially with Carly and, and, and I think Peeker falls into this category too. I think, I think they end up trying to do too much at certain times. And instead of just letting the game come to them and, and just keep it in front of you, be in the good ice, let them come from the bad ice to you in the good ice. Don't you be in the bad ice and chase them in the good ice. And, you know, I look at that goal that uh, Forsberg scored a very important goal in the third period. Pika's just too aggressive. He, 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 he needs to respect that player and, and he just can't get beaten to the inside. It was kind of an in-between puck. Do you, do I go for it or not? And that's where, you know, just stay back. Just let him come through you. Don't don't error on that side. Okay, I'm going to get that puck because he's a hell of a player and uh, makes a great move and scores a huge goal. That's a that's a circumstance, I guess, is what I'm defining from all of our young D. And we have a very, you know, you look at our six D tonight. It it you know we're missing a lot of people in that back end. So slow yourself down and let it come to you. Yeah, how much is uh, Michael Delzato's absence going to hurt you? Because he's been as advertised, uh, everything that you talked about that he is as a player, he's shown that to us this year. Yeah, I mean, and his his Michael, who couldn't find a job, uh, you know, as, as free agency went along here, has bounced around from team to team. You know, he's playing 18, 19, 20 minutes with us. And, uh, yeah, so it, 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 that's a hole for us, losing Michael. Uh, I mean, that's where we're at with our back end, and uh, uh, hopefully he gets back soon. But you know, he's done a really good job, but, he, but I will say he's another guy that sometimes uh, uh, when things aren't going well, he's got to slow himself down a little bit too and let the game come to him and, and not be as aggressive uh, in certain situations. So that's what we're trying to uh, trying to accomplish. And it's not backing him off. It's just your uh, don't get too anxious and chase the game. Let the game come to you and uh, – uh, hopefully uh, we'll see what happens tonight with, with our D pairs. When it comes to your forwards, there's a lot of guys I could single out more than likely, but uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand, where's he been for you the last couple of games? Yeah, he, he has, they, they, that line, him, Stenny and uh, Gregor had a couple of good shifts. They're probably our best line the last game because uh, uh, they had more shifts than the other guys as far as in the end zone. Uh, but it, it's been a, it's been inconsistent with Oliver and, you know, it, we've had problems uh, as we as we go through our lineup in the middle of the ice, finding someone to play with Oliver, too. You know, and Stenz is just stepping into the league and uh, Tex is just trying to find his way. And, and, and that affects the wingers, too. There's no real big playmakers there right now. I think Jack, is, as you see with Jack, what I have him in Cam and, and Patty, he can distribute a puck. You know, Stenz is still trying to get his footing in the league. Tex is a is a guy that's a dog on a bone, uh, but is is still learning how to distribute and make people around him uh, relevant. So, you know, some of it's Oliver, some of it's just where our lineup is right now and having someone play with him. In that case, is it like uh, he's, Cam Atkinson's there and he's playing with Roslevic. So it's almost like that Bjorkstrand can't be there because Cam's there, right? Yeah, well, Cam, yeah, Cam's played so well, and we've been waiting for Cam to get his game to go for a while here, and, and I don't want to short-circuit that. I, I don't think that line played well at all. 
uh, the last game. Uh, so I try to get like after a, after a penalty kill, Cam's a penalty kill. I try to get Borky with them and try to get them a, give them a couple of shifts with Jack and Patty. That's the line that will come out after we kill a penalty. So I'm trying to get Oliver some some other other uh, spots to play in. But you know, we're, we're Bobby. You look at our center ice. It, it is what it is. We have three inexperienced guys there that are very important to to distributing and, and allowing us to, to get a little offensive. And uh, we're going to have to be patient. We're just going to have to be patient. You put Max back in the middle there at the end of that game because Jack was struggling. Uh, did you see anything you liked there? No, no, I, I, I'm, you know, th- that's something, you know, Max is going to have to figure this out. Uh, I, I've, I've tried a lot of different ways. I, I've been, I've been very patient uh, uh, with Max through all this. Uh, I still don't see a lot of big changes in his game. It's very frustrating to me and I'm sure it is to Max. Cause you know, like, like two weeks ago, I sent Max a video of his shifts uh, uh, in Montreal uh, the past couple of years. And Matt, I'll tell you what, Max is a really good player. Uh, he has not been for us. Uh, it has been a struggle for him. Um, I could, and, and like I've told him, I, I can see it. I, I've watched it. I've watched you play and, it's there. Somehow we got to get it out. Uh, but I, you know, I sooner or later, you know, it, uh, you, you talk about confidence, you talk about putting them here, you talk about putting them there sooner or later, the player has to figure it out and just get something done. And I think that's where I'm at with it right now. He'll, he'll get on the ice. I'll make my calls as we go through there, but uh, it, it's gotta, there's gotta be a little onus put into the player also here. I want to ask you about Patrick line and it, and I'm going to compare him to Panarin just because they were both superstars on your team. And there were, I can remember two times when Panarin was here that during our talks, I asked you if he needed to play better or if he wasn't giving enough at that point. He always looked like he was moving. He always looked like, I don't know if it was because he was a smaller guy and his legs were always churning. I look at Patrick line a, and uh, in some ways, he reminds me of Zach Wierenski, where Zach doesn't look like he's, you know, you've talked about this. He, yeah. you, know, how do you had to get used to He doesn't look like he's really giving it all and he's gliding, but he always gets there and he makes the play. Is Patrick Laine kind of like that? Or is it just his size that makes him look as though he's uh, slower, for lack of a better term, um, yeah. you know, as compared to Panarin when he played here? Yeah, I, I, I think he can be, so you see, with, with, with Panarin, uh, one of the great attributes of him is he was not only a a real he was a great player himself. He made other people better around him, and and that's something some of these superstars uh, you don't see that sometimes in in a really great individual player has the ability to make other players better. I think Patty has that. I think Patty can pass a puck. I think he's smart enough. Uh, I I think he he can do that. Yeah, I think he can make other people better. But right now, Patty's got to worry about his game because uh, I, I think you can get fooled by uh, saying Patty isn't working hard, just what you said as far as how he skates. But right now, he's not moving his legs. And he's looking to pass the puck before it even comes to him. He's anticipating a pass to him. And then he's thinking about passing the puck before it even gets to him. I want him to get the puck and get going north. I want him to start moving his legs. I want him to start taking some defensemen on one-on-one. And because I think he can be a, uh, I think he could be a really good forward. He could be a power forward, and, and with some great playmaking ability. There's so much potential in him. 
And remember, I know he he's uh, even he said it. He said, uh, that's what I do. I'm the goal scorer. That's what I get paid for. Uh-uh. There's more to his game. There, there's more because he can make other people better around him. And he's 22. Remember this. He's only 22. He's got a big name in the league. Uh, he can score goals. But there is so much more to his game that I see that we're going to try to draw out of them. But right now, he has to – he did not play well the last game because his legs are just standing still. He's, he's, he's just trying to distribute the puck standing still, and, it, and it's, it's a formula of disaster. That used to be the measuring stick in the league. The, the great players were also the guys that could make other players around them great. Um, right. You know, just one example, Robbie Brown had like a boatload of goals one year, what, 40 goals mm-hmm. or something, because he played on a line with Lemieux. Yeah. And if he plays with anybody else, that's not going to happen. But that yeah, used to be the measuring 15. stick. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But, but that was the measuring stick, right? And yeah. I, I don't know if it's still that way in the league. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know. There's a lot of measuring sticks that are that are a little bit different in our league right now. But I tell you, this guy, this, this Patty, uh, he is uh, – I think he can be special. Uh, and, and, and some of it's going to have to come from him because he – He's going to have to learn that uh, sometimes he thinks he's working hard, but he really isn't. And uh, he, he's going to have to understand the consistency of the work base uh, of doing it all the time. And then I think all the abilities he has falls into place. There, there are a lot of players that just do not have his abilities, his shooting, and he is he can pass a puck. Uh, but he, some of this is work based and, and uh, it's not because I, he's lazy. It's just that he has to realize that I got to go all the time. I, I've got to be ready to move my legs all the time. And that's something we're going through with him right now. What are your conversations like with him? Because, you know, those fins are very matter of fact. Uh, you yes. talk to Yarmo every day. So does that yeah. actually help you dealing with him? Yeah. Yeah. H- him and I, you know, you, we, we, you go back to all the, all the stuff when I benched him and we had great communication uh, through that. After that, and right until I'm talking to you right now, we, I had uh, a, a conversation yesterday about a number of things. He he is a guy that uh, that I'm you know you know what I'm saying what's on my mind, whether it be good or bad. I'm going to tell you what I think about what's going on, and I think he really understands and wants that. He uh, I, I think he wants to be a great player, and, and coaches have to try to get him down that road and teach him a little bit about the intangibles and the work habits and all that and, and stay on about that, then he'll take off from there. I, I, I just think he has such a bright future. Uh, uh, he has his own personality, uh, which is great. And uh, we just, you know, we, and, and I'm not trying to be negative about our club. We don't have a lot of people right now that can get him the puck, you know, J- Jack can and, uh, our power play is beginning to find him. I think there were opportunities to get him the puck and we didn't because we didn't see it. Uh, yeah, he, 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 he's going he's gonna to have to stay patient. He's going to have to work at his game sometimes when he's not getting the puck. Well, at least he's helped you solve that problem of getting into the zone on the power play. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's a, he's a, uh, he can carry a puck. He can beat you one-on-one. He can, he can do a lot of things. So I'm anxious to see how he grows. Elvis gets hurt again, uh, gets hurt again the other night, another unfortunate injury for him. So now you've got Corpusalo and Kiv Lennox, and it happens to come at a time that it gets a little bit busy on the schedule. You got a back-to-back coming up over the weekend, but um, these are two guys you've had around. Are you still really comfortable with that? Yeah. Yeah. Kivy showed us he can play. Um, you know, it's not ideal. He hasn't played in over a year, 
Uh, Corpy's going to run with it here. Uh, we got to uh, we got to gauge Corpy uh, as we play these games, especially when we get uh, you know to the back to back, and and then we you know we have some pretty stiff competition coming in behind us too, coming up in the in the month of March. We've got to gauge him, uh, let him uh, decide how he wants to practice, how many minutes he wants to practice. We got to find out exactly what the length of Elvis's injury is, uh, and just act accordingly. But uh, Corpy's going to run with it here. Uh, and we're going to have to make our judgments and let him run with it and just see what he feels like as we, as we play the games. And this is where the taxi squad actually benefits you, doesn't it? Because you do have three goalies here. So yeah. on those practice days, yeah. he has that option. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we also, you know, th there's another catch to it, Bobby too. And where with three goalies, uh, maybe Kivy goes plays a little bit before he plays the game with us, you know, may maybe this upcoming weekend, uh, we, we haven't gotten that far, but, you know, he hasn't played any games and uh, uh, that's when we can use the where, you know, the proximity of our minor league team is and, and use him and maybe get him some ice time there before we throw him into a game with us. Wow. Who'd have thought that COVID protocols would have a benefit for you in any way this year, right? Yeah, yeah I know. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Hey, last thing I want to ask you about is you've got these two games against Chicago where there'll be no fans. By the time you come back home for a game against Detroit, the fans are going to be back in the building. Not a lot of them, but there are going to be some there. How much are you looking forward to? Because we've had so many conversations uh, about the, the atmosphere, you and I. How much are you looking forward to people being back in the building? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it selfishly for our hockey club. I think it'll help our cl hockey club. I'm happy for the people, you know, the people that have not been able to go to games and, and, and are dying to get into these venues and bring their, you know, families, whatever it may be. I'm not sure how they're going to run the protocol as far as who comes in. Uh, yeah. So it's good all around. I, I, I know it'll help our players and, uh, uh, and I, and I, and I hope the fans have a blast. They, they, we have such great fans here. I'm sure it's been very frustrating for them not to be able to get out into these venues. Well, the good news for you is when you go on the road, uh, they're still not going to let fans sit behind the bench, so you're in the clear. I'm, I'm, I'm okay then. I'm safe. <laughs> this is the one year you should have been playing in New York, Boston, Philly, and, and no. you're not. <laughs> no. No. That's a very dangerous situation <laughs> as far as people and, and no glass. <laughs> that, that's not a good situation. <laughs> All right, good point. Very good point. Torrance, thank you very much. Good luck. All right, Bobby, be well.